Greetings, everyone, and uh, welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D except that one time. As always, I am your host, Tyler. And I am your co-host and polite guest, Till. That was a smooth, that was a smooth intro. If you're new to the show, Rolling with Disadvantage is our podcast where we argue, debate, and... There will be no screaming. Scream into the void there, about are, there are people nearby that are trying to rest. Various aspects of D&D 5th edition. Um, Short rest. Feel free to say. join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. Again, my wife is napping in the next room, so I'm talking in a normal voice, trying we not are, to yell. We are being gentle. Yeah, she's got like a neck headache pain or something, so yes. she's taking a nap. We're trying to be considerate. Very considerate. Um, being considerate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to go into consider it. I'm just kidding. I am very excited about playing D&D tomorrow. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. We uh, There's been much talk about it. Yeah, we're, um, we're starting a new campaign. Myself and the Tabby Baby are are in sync. We're ready Bun to go. Bundardarian, formerly Bundardarian. Yes. So when you people are listening to this, we will have just played the night before, mm-hmm. and hopefully it's glorious. Yes. I am a halfling ranger dual-wielding kitchen utensils. Yes, it's wonderful. I'm basically a hobbit. I'm I'm going to be a uh, a death cleric, but a very happy, jovial one. So think like, um, kind of like uh, what, what, what did we say? Uh, the, the operative from oh, like Serenity mixed with Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka, Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had so I was practicing my voice in the Val car. Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday. Gross. That's, that's what I'm thinking. I was practicing my voice in the car, and I was pr- just practicing a potential conversation with your character, mm-hmm. and I thought to myself. I was asking, like, I was just asking a lot, just like, a stream of conscience, just practicing my voice. And, like, what's really the line in necromancy? Like, why don't people animate, say, like, a dead horse's skeleton and have fucking horse skeletons wandering around? Why is it always a human skeleton? Or, like, an ogre skeleton or whatever? I, that's a very fair question. I feel like we should see, like, right now I have Halloween decorations out front. There's a raven and a cat and an alligator head and a snake. So I think uh, to answer that question, uh, just briefly... Um, the limitations of the animate dead spell are such that you can only get a medium skeleton oh. or zombie. You cannot get, uh, at least to thus my knowledge, you cannot get like an ogre. Well, a pack skeleton. mule. But uh, now wait, now you could get, you know, an undead horse, I suppose. But I don't know. I've, I don't know. That's, Look that's up animate a fair dead question. right now. Let's see. Um... Medium or small humanoid within range is animate okay. dead. So that's the limitation there. But I feel like I could easily fib that. Yeah, I feel like as a DM, I'd be like, yeah, you want to make an undead horse? Go ahead. Why am I making an undead? You're making an sure. undead cow. Okay, that's okay. fine. Cool. I have no, yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, your da- dog skeleton. That's what you're cool. wasting your magic on? Fine. Cool. Totally. Not yeah. a problem whatsoever. Yeah, it's going to have you know dog skeleton stats, not human skeleton stats. It yeah. obviously can't carry a sword or a shield like a normal skeleton does. Because but... if you look at... This is not our topic, by the way. I mean, it might be, but um, if you look at... Just skeletons in general? Skeleton on the Dinden Beyond. Mm-hmm. Giant shark skeleton. Yeah. Giant skeleton. Yeah. Right? There's big skeletons. Yeah. Thunder no. beast skeleton. Ooh. I don't know. War horse skeletons. Right there in the basic fucking rules. This is large undead. How is that made, if not through the anime dead spell? Uh, various other undead magics. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't care for it. So I was talking I suppose to... you could burn a uh, raised dead. Doesn't that make no? That makes him alive, alive again. again, just worse off, doesn't it? Isn't there another one like that, that's not anime dead, but that brings things? I don't know. There used to be raised dead was different. So also, of... um, 
wizards who take the necromancy school can oh. get better ones, but it's still the same limitations per the spell. Is that so, right? Yes. Uh, they get extra hit point, hit dice, and they get extra Oh, so it's more like a, like a Diablo 3 necromancer. Exactly. Double 2, yeah. rather. Yeah. Um, Where you just level up the, the skeletons and undead. Here. I, I believe you. I just don't... I don't I've never looked at this. I think it's called Undead Savant. Necromancy, Savant, Grim Harvest. Undead Thralls, there it is. Undead Thralls, hit point max increase, adds proficiency bonus. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's this is my question. Where do the big undead come from, and why aren't there joke undead? Because animate dead doesn't cost anything. No, I agree. I, why aren't we animating funny shit? I'd say go for it. I would say I, I would honestly you. use the same rules mm-hmm. as the skeleton, because it's just like a slam. Yeah, if, right? you have, if you have a dead horse, why can't you make a horse skeleton? If yeah. I have a dead ogre... Now, wait. Now, I think if it's like... Was it a short start, actually? If it was like a large creature, maybe it should take a fourth level animate dead to do it? Well, they and the advanced uh, animate dead spell doesn't... Um, you just get more skeletons or zombies. Yeah, you get more things. So maybe instead of that, maybe the trade-off is instead of making it um, based on number of creatures, you make it number uh, like a challenge rating thing. Like you say you can have you know, one challenge rating at the third level. Like you can split it between three skeletons or it can be, Yeah, this you know, needs a, you know, this needs a rule that's, change. I think that's a prime for a, a homebrew spell. Very much prime for homebrew. Um, actually, that's exactly what I was going to do was go look at homebrew. How do I don't do, do, it. do this? Don't do it. You don't want to do this. How do I do this you again? Don't do I don't it. know how to navigate D&D I'm not anymore. Tell you. Game rules. Game rules? Yeah, I think you have to uh, go Sources? to... No. I actually have never. I don't look at homebrew anymore. They changed everything. I have no idea where it is anymore. Browse. 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 Spells. Browse. Yes, yeah. there we yeah. go. I feel like you don't want to do what we're doing. I'm doing it. You don't want to do what we're doing. Animatio. Just animate. I just looked up animate and Jesus Christ. Animate, animate blood. blood. What the fuck? I'm excited about that statement. Um, anime dead pet. Anime dead variant. Anime dead variant. Mm-hmm. 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 Medium or humanoid. Stupid. What's the variance? I don't know. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I did pet, undead pet, okay. tiny or small beast. All right, so this is where we're going. This is the this is the, the zombie or dog, zombie skeleton. But it's dog. a cantrip. Probably because it doesn't really help you. What do you mean? I have undead things that can do things for me. Uh, I have infinite. I have infinite hit points. But tiny or small beast. I, I have infinite hit points. I can send these things out in that's waves. That's true. Casting times a minute. That's why. Oh well, that sucks. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. It's a cantrip. So it's, it's just not a combat spell. It has material components too. It looks like. Uh, yeah, but oh, just nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing of, yeah, of yeah. great importance. Yeah. So, th- so this is a this is a vanity spell. So I think it's totally fine. Yeah. No. I mean, regular animate dead is a casting time of a minute. I think. I believe you were accurate. Yeah. All right. Now I also think regular animate dead isn't that a ritual. It you can be, but can you don't have to cast it as a ritual. I mean, why wouldn't you? If you're taking a minute, what's the between casting in a minute and casting in eleven minutes? Ten minutes. Well, no, it'd be 11 since it's, if you do this ritual. 10 minutes plus the casting time of the uh, original spell. Um, doesn't actually say ritual in here. Okay, then never mind. Doesn't have ritual tag. Then never mind. Right? I'm not, I'm not missing it, right? No, I don't see no. it. Uh, casting time one minute. Doesn't that feel like something that should be a ritual spell? Exclusively. Exclusively. Like, you shouldn't even be able to cast it like, unless you do the ritual. Unless we're going to the Diablo 2 route where I fucking instant cast undead. Yeah. Or I, I'm going to go the, like... Horror movie. Yeah. I have to do have to a do thing, the thing where I lay out my candles, do a little dance, make a little blood, love, and here's my stuff. Get them up tonight. I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my little bit about anime dead. I was just kind of curious, but we can just kind of roll this into the second part of my homebrew discussion we were having via yes. our group chat before yes. somebody stopped us. Yes. Which was the buckler. Yes. 
Let's go. Let's buckle ourselves in for so this one. So when we're referring to the buckler, once upon a time, we are referring to the third edition shield. Many moons ago, there was a, and just g- generally, bucklers are a thing. It is an actual form of a shield that yes, was used. Yes, but it is once specifically different than the buckler in D anD. d So the buckler in D anD. d was a forearm strap on yes, shield yes. that you could use in a hand with, in addition to a weapon. Yes. Um. So two handed weapon. So essentially, you could carry around a bow or a greatsword and a great axe, and as long as you're not using that weapon, you have the armor bonus from the buckler, which is the key point. Yes, I'm going to try to find the original. You're not going to find it. I'm going to. I found it the other day. You're not going to find it. I found it the other day. I should have brought my old laptop. Yeah, you should have. I mean, it doesn't really work well, but it has all the old books on it. Um, The whole point was that you could use it if you had, if you had the specifically like you uh, a weapon in your uh offhand and you attacked with it you, you lost did, you, the, lost you lost the, the shield bonus. bonus now i think there were feats that could negate that yes, like 100%. improved buckler defense or something but for the most part as long as you were using your offhand you don't get the shield bonus but if you're not using your offhand you're yeah. gonna go so the rationale was oh you know i'm not getting quite as good a shield say as like a heavy steel yeah. shield or a tower shield mm-hmm. but i am i am getting a shield bonus and you don't have to worry about stowing and it. And still an armor check penalty. Uh, you don't have to worry about stowing it. You don't have to worry about drawing remember weapons. Armor check penalty? They, yes, I do remember armor check penalties. I'm a rad guy that had like a negative 10. Because you didn't, I, don't, I was like, I don't care. I'm not. It was like, yeah, full plate, power I will shield. I drown. I will fucking drown. Yeah, yeah he, could, he couldn't swim. Yeah. He literally could not swim. I think his swim check was minus uh, nine because he had a strength bonus. Nine? All right, so here we go. The small metal shield is worn strapped to your forearm. Check. Yep. You can use a bow or crossbow without penalty. Check. You can also use your shield arm to wield a weapon, whether you are using an offhand weapon or using your offhand to help wield a two-handed weapon. But you take a minus one penalty on attack rolls while doing so. Cool. This penalty stacks with those that may apply for fighting with your offhand or for fighting with two weapons. Fine. In any case, if you use a weapon in your offhand, you don't get the buckler's AC bonus for the rest of the round. Round. You cannot bash someone with a buckler. Oh, I remember spike shields? Fuck, man. Uh, I remember uh, uh, a certain uh, DB who uh, at one point uh, wanted to make a uh, Tim Tebow-esque character. He did. That, yes, he did. yes, that uh, just carried two shields, one for offense and one for defense. Yeah, my, I got, remember we got into a violent argument with my brother once about how you can't get the shield bonuses from two shields. No, absolutely not. They bon- I think the Buckler's a perfect example. Bonuses why you don't can't. stack. That's just, that it's in the fucking rules. Anyways, that's third edition. But the point is, Bucklers don't exist in fifth edition. No. And honestly, to go back to a point you made earlier, they don't exist in this version in real life. In this version in real life, they were more like they were, um, they a were target shield. They were called what's called punch shields. Yeah, you carried it like at the, at the end of your fist. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it kind of hung there. It guarded your hand. Yeah, yeah. You essentially used it in the same way that uh, a cutlass would be used. Uh, to You use that huge guard on the hand to punch block and yeah. then attack. Look at this. You can see, you, you just, just Google Buckler Shield images and they're, they're super cool. They're they are very, tiny. Very small. Very, very small. small. And the other thing is, you have to remember, like, in D&D, we, we can sit around and swing weapons for hours and hours and never get tired, but yes. in the real world, shields are heavy. So this was a great... Swords are heavy. This was really a great way to just sort of, like, deflect attacks yeah. that might otherwise get at you. And then take a quick attack afterwards. A lot of people would carry a short yeah, sword and a buckler. A, a light sword. Yeah. This uh, guy fucking didn't. Look at this fucking guy. This guy's doing it wrong. I mean, that's a, that's a broad sword, I yeah. guess. No, that, I mean, yeah, that's a short sword. Yeah, this is this is great. Wow, that's a great. Yeah, that's a great picture, actually. Yeah, Jesus Christ! So real life, even this buckler, but fifth edition specifically doesn't have anything buckler like. No. So we were discussing. Can you add it? How might one make What's, a balanced buckler? 
Yeah, what are the rules? What are the rules on a buckler, and how do you make it so it doesn't break the fucking game? Yeah, so there's no more armor check penalties. No more armor check penalties. So how do we represent still some sort of disadvantage? It could be like a minus two to attacks if you're using it. Or is it like disadvantage on the attack with your offhand? Okay. You so, like, so that only can count if you're two-weapon fighting. If you're two-handed fighting, yeah, that, that wouldn't make a yeah, difference. Yeah, so you have, to, you have to come up with something else. Um, but my my first suggestion was instead of a plus two AC, it was a plus one AC, mm-hmm. right? Yep, Which obviously. It's, it's, it's a huge, that's a huge It's big, plus one. But, it, but still, it's a small shield. It shouldn't do too much in the way right, of defense. Right, it shouldn't be a regular shield. Which I don't, I don't like that all, all shields are plus two AC. I, so we've had this discussion about the differences between additions, and the reason for that is just streamlining. They don't want people to say, I want a heavy shield or a light shield yeah, or a, a he- tower shield. Small wind shield, large wind yeah, shield, heavy yeah. wind shield, or Metal. a steel shield, large steel shield, tower shield, buckle shield, spike shield. Yeah, like, it's just shields. shield. But it's dumb. It's not, it's, it, it is and it isn't. Like, I get it. They've, they've reduced the number of armors and what armor can be made out of. They've reduced the shields. They've Give reduced... me back my coral armor from the arms and equipment guide. I miss bastard swords. Hand and a half swords, baby. Yep, bastard sword was great. Bastard sword was great. 1d10, one-handed. Mm-hmm. But you had to have exotic weapon proficiency. Mm-hmm. Love it. It was, well, it was like, Didn't you have to have exotic to use it as a one-handed weapon, but you could use it as two? No, just to use it. It was an exotic oh. weapon. Oh, okay. Yeah, exotic weapons in general used to be more the exotic. scythe. Do you remember the scythe? Three D four damage. Is that three D four? Was that three D four? Three D four. Uh, uh, so and it was uh times nineteen. Nineteen twenty. Yeah. Times two crits. Times, times three. Times three crits. Three fucking stupid. It was that. Uh, oh, the falchion was two D four times four or something like that. The falchion was a fantastic fucking weapon. No, the falchion was whatever. We're getting off on a thing. We're yeah. talking about the bucklers here. Um. And how to really how to introduce an item like that that we all want. We all do. Let's be honest. We all want the buckler. It serves back. a purpose. It serves a fucking purpose. Because when I've got my dual wielding mm-hmm. right now, I'm gonna be a dual wielding ranger. Mm-hmm. I would love to have the option to increase my AC by one. Okay. At the ex- at the expense of like, oh, this attack is less effective. I so, would love that option. So I think that. What was that called? Isn't that a feat? What? What was it? Isn't that a feat where you can take a penalty on your attack and increase your AC? Uh, it used to be. Uh, that was combat expertise back in the day. That's what it was. I feel nowadays we do not have that. You have defensive duelist, where you can just add to your AC your proficiency bonus as a reaction. Yeah, I'm gonna really quick. Yeah, yep. Defensive duelist is exactly what you're talking about. But there's nothing anymore nowadays. When you subtract from your attack rolls, you add damage either with sharpshooter or great weapon master. Exactly. And that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, is there a version of that for defense? But defensive duelist looks like it's it. Um. The only thing that I can think of in terms of like Go ahead. making it is essentially having I don't I feel like it'd be unfair to have a feat for it. Oh, but yeah. make it part of like the shield master feat or something. Um or if you're already proficient with everything. Like if you're a fighter, um barbarian, paladin, ranger, I think you're good. I think you should have so it. So profi- people who gain proficiency in shields. Yeah, with with, with everything pretty much. So, so it requires proficiency in shields plus weapons. Plus the weapon plus proficiency, yeah. Medium weapon proficiency, yeah. So it's martial, it's a, martial. Weapon so it's a, it's a combination weapon and shield. Yeah. Yeah, I. But again, then we're then we're limiting it to only benefiting certain people. And then I think you add it as part of a feat. Then, if you want to be able to use it, like the shield master feat or uh, medium armor proficiency, you know, something well, along those lines. It doesn't really make sense with shield master because you like um, adding your shield AC bonus to your deck saving throws. You it's really tiny. Plus three shield, bitch. It's plus three buckler. It's um, all good then. Is that how that works? It, it does. I don't think that's how that I, works. I will pull up Kuleman, who has that exact feat with that exact ability. And he just calculates it yeah. that way? Okay. 
what we were saying, just in case you missed that, was does the magic bonus on a shield contribute to the shield master bonus to your dexterity At saving throws? According to D and D Beyond, yeah, I guess it according does. to D and D Beyond, it does. Which you know, first of they all, they do a pretty good job. Yeah, I've, you know, I have no fault with them. Did you see that you can't cast spells through windows? That's we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> but yeah, here. Oh no, I believe you. Okay, I believe you. So I think really plus one AC, right? Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And the easiest thing to do, easiest way to balance is to say, oh well, minus one to all attacks, plus one to AC. Like if it's just a flat thing. Yeah. Because then it's a very obvious penalty, but you can forsake it. Like okay, no, I'm I'm not using it defensively, and I'll take my full bonus on my attacks. You know, like that. So the way they explain it, at least, is that the shield's AC bonus is plus five. So I don't like that. You get the shield's AC bonus. I don't like that at all. No? I think that should say just add plus two. Um, my point being, if I'm up there, say I'm sneaking stick my character, two, two stabby yep, stabs, yep, yep. I should have the ability to be like, you know what? I don't need this shield this round. I'm just going to go really... You guys missed it. I was miming, stabbing very hard. Yes. I'm just going to go really hard and not care about my buckler. Yep. But I should have the opportunity to, to attack very carefully with my buckler out there and like fucking... Mm, I don't agree with that. Because I feel like you're either defending or you're not. Like, if you're going offense, that's fine. But I think that having the buckler out allows you to decide between rounds depending on how a fight's going. And I think that's the advantage of that's it. That's my point. That's like, originally, if I was two up and fighting with yeah. a buckler, I could either attack with the offense, no shield bonus. Yeah. Or not attack with the offense, shield bonus. Yeah. So I, I think should, it should always be like that. So I should have a version of it now where I either, so right, I, I have plus one AC or minus one attack. Careful attack? No. That, that would make it too powerful. Because at some point you're getting plus ten to your attacks, so you I can think, take a minus two really without where, any issue. Where like everything, I think everything about the buckler was already balanced except for the two-handed weapon buckler. Because mm-hmm. if I'm again, I just say I took the same buckler from third edition and brought it into fifth edition. I can. It's the same thing. I can use it or use my my attack. Yes. One or the just other. Just leave it as that. Shield Don't do anything else. This. But then if I have a two-handed weapon. That feels unfair to just constantly have the plus two bonus. You wouldn't get the plus two bonus. You're using your offhand. So you're saying you're saying apply the same rules, even yeah. though I'm just using my offhand to balance the weapon. Yeah. Any type. Same with the bow. If you're using the offhand, you're not defending with it. Okay. I dig it. So that's just flat. Yeah. It. You get the shield bonus, or you don't. Yeah. You should probably keep it as plus one, anyways. Yeah, I still say plus one. Yeah, because it's what, small. Yeah. Otherwise, everybody would just have that shield. Yeah. All the time. Why wouldn't you have that shield then? Yeah, because there's only one category of shield. Because just imagine being a spellcaster. Hold, hold a wand to the sand. So cast all spellcasters have to multi-class into fighter to get shield. I think they can get shield proficiency. Don't they? Paladin. You just be a paladin and start. get shield proficiency? Yeah. Well, your proficiencies are different in multi-classing. I know. I'm saying start as a paladin. Get all the proficiencies and then go to whatever else you're doing. The requirements to multi-class. Fighters get shield proficiency if you multi-class into them. Paladins do. Rangers do. Jesus Christ. Barbarians probably do. Barbs do. Clerics do. Druids do. Everybody gets shield proficiency. Druids have shield proficiency? That's weird. Jesus. Okay. They can't use metal shields, though. Oh, uh, so that's the thing. It's like, who cares? Shield, shield. Just say it's wood. It's, this is a wooden buckler. Yeah. That's my thing. These were almost always metal. Bucklers are almost well, yeah, always metal. Yeah, bucklers pretty much exclusively have, have to, to be, be light. for the Because of the way they and, use them. And hammered in a particular shape. Yeah. Yeah. The shape is very important, and the hardness of it is very important. So what I talked about also was having a vambrace instead of a buckler. Right, and that being simply a flat plus one shield bonus minus one attack. A vambrace being just a fat ass fucking guard on your forearm. That's like it's just a massive bracer on your forearm. Yeah, it's all well and good and someone hits you with a maul. Then you're like, I guess I don't have a fucking wrist anymore. <laughs> yeah, so that was an option, but 
All right, so I, the Buckler is a, a fan favorite, I think. we got to yes. find a way to bring it back. Yeah, I think everyone loves Buckler, but it's just you got to be careful with it. All right. Um, well, that was a good segment. We'll be right back. All right. Okay, hi. Mm-hmm. We're back. I didn't get a new mini. I also did not, but I've had one that I've been waiting to use for a while, so it's perfect. Yeah, I have. I had a halfling already with two stabbies in it. I have a literal death cleric. The hat is wrong, though. Oh well, you can't win them all. Well, I think I think Doctor's gonna let me keep my my um, mule. Mule. Yeah. So I might have to three D print a a mule. That's fine. Because a, a mule can't. Let's it, just see how long it lives. It's it's this isn't, like, disappointment. Jenny, and if you fucking attack my mule and it dies, you better bring it back as a skeleton mule. I'm, I'm just saying, this isn't disappointment. You just no, can't keep no, no. summoning it. But it's so. not a combat. It's a, it's merely a pack horse. Yeah, this That's means it's not going to die. Come it's on. It's not going to die. If you fucking touch my horse, I will kill it. I'm not going to kill it. And when we're gonna I have it. no interest in it. I'll eat it when it's dead. Well, unless it dies from necrotic energy, then it's going to be all rotten That's and shit. That's called flavor. Perhaps you've heard of it. I'm, I don't have your uh, halfling sensibilities. No, I still have to write out my fucking list of things I want to eat. Mm. It's mostly monstrosities, honestly. Like what's top of your list? Um, well, like Minotaur what? ribs. Okay. Top and bottom. Centaur, you mean? Centaur, thank you. Centaur is top and bottom. Minotaur is also on the list. Um, purple worm because that's a thing. Uh, chimera, each part. Okay. Very big on my list. Okay. Basilisk. Oh, interesting. Yes, very big on this. And uh, wyvern, which okay. I don't think is a monstrosity. I think it's a beast or it's a dragon. I don't know. Um, that's a good question. Now I'm gonna fucking look it up. I, it's gotta be a dragon. I'm, I'm putting money. It's got to be a dragon. I refuse wyvern. I refuse for it to be anything else. First of all, I'm going to listen to how this is said. It's wyvern. It's wyvern. And it's a dragon. It's a dragon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely on my list. Oh, and then... Um, what about no, a drake? Not so, a, You're not trying to eat drakes? There's no drakes in the thing. What? There's no drakes in the monster menu. There used to be guard drakes. There's not ambush drakes? What's oh, an ambush drake. Oh, it's in the horde of the Durgan Kern. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, the other thing I want to eat, which is not a monstrosity. Um, fuck, I already forgot what. Uh, Blink dog. No mimics. Oh. And um, um, hellhounds. Okay. Which is, I think, a fiend. Yes. It, uh, no, I think death dogs are fiends. Hell. Is it one word hellhound? Are you sure? You want, no, it's two words. Are you sure we need a hellhound or a death dog? No, I want to eat a devil. Dog. It's a fiend. Okay. Yeah. This is this is exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. I want to eat a fiend dog. Okay. I will have eat I have eaten dog as a in character. I've not eaten dog in real life. Um, but yeah, it's my ears. Fantastic. Dude, eat a death dog. They're way better. Death dog. Death dog. Monstrosity. Sure. I won't discriminate against that. So these are the kind of things on my list um, of things to try, delicacies to consume. You're like the like kraken halfling fantasy version of like Sweeney Todd I was you 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 inspired me I was going for more of an Anthony Bourdain okay yeah which is like I'm going to where you're coming from All right, let's I'm gonna this. eat some shit whatever you know? it is what's this <laughs> oh 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 yeah okay basically just that tell me after I eat it cause you know halflings are lawful good so like, I'm, not, I'm not like going out you know trying to do something unusual but if I enter a culture halflings are also very gregarious they're friends uh-huh. with everybody um, so I'm gonna try they smoke the peace pipe. Uh, yeah, exactly. You offer me food, I'm going to eat it. Um, all right, so that's a brief aside about my character again. I'm very excited to play it tomorrow. 
Uh, topic two for today, the thing I wanted to discuss is something we have mentioned briefly several times, Many and times, I am actually. going to win this discussion There's finally. Not, it's not a winning or a losing. Right now is how to destroy a magic item. Can magic items be destroyed? And the answer is yes. Oh, yeah. In the official rules. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yes. So our, your stance has been it should be very, 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 very hard, if very not impossible, difficult. to destroy magic items. Yes. I'm just going to quote right here from page 141 of the Dungeon Master's Guide. Magic item resilience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most magic items are objects of extraordinary artisanship. Fine. Thanks to a combination of careful crafting and magical reinforcement, a magic item is at least as durable as a non-magical item of its same kind. Makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Most magic items, other than potions and scrolls, have resistance to all damage. Go on. Now, the final part, and this is where, you're, you're, where we agree, artifacts are practically indestructible, requiring extraordinary measures to destroy. 100%. Yes. So your baseline magic item, based on this paragraph, obviously it's up to yes. your DM, could be the same... Strength. Durability and strength as the regular version of it. Yes. Which is, that's dumb. Yeah. I agree with you there. I think they're saying that it has to be at least. So, like, let's say that uh, you have, like, an old rusty dagger, but it's actually, like, a plus one dagger. Like, yes. that's, like, a cursed object. Like, it may look like shit, but it's actually still as strong as a regular dagger. I think is what they're trying to say. Which is, so, is interesting because what it's basically saying is it starts off at least, if not more, durable but in time, can get worn down because mm-hmm. if, if if it's at resistance to damage, it means it can take damage, which means it can lose. Wait, why does it just have hardness? Because <laughs> there's no fucking hard. There's no hardness. There's no fucking hardness. No hardness. But it means an object has HP, so it can lose HP over time. So I might pick up a staff of the Viper that's taken a fucking beating, and have less health than a quarter staff. Would it? I think something in that situation would just have like less charges maybe per day. Like the magic's kind of worn off over or time, or the odds of it exploding when you run out of charges higher. are higher. So I like just that. One, That'd be fun. Two or three. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Or it's our firecracker greatsword. Mm, yes. <laughs> when you critical fail, it explodes. <laughs> um, but I do want to like. I, just, I I'm glad that that's in there that it says that because that's kind of an open description of mm-hmm. well, honestly, if you make the magic item, you could make it indestructible. Yeah. There's no reason it mm-hmm. shouldn't be. Like say the the lamp in the Aladdin, the genie lamp. Yep. Tell me how you fucking destroy that, especially when the genie's living inside of it. Lava. Because, well, he could stop you. Lava. That's the other thing. What if it's a sentient magic item? It might be trying to stop you. <sighs> the one ring yeah. is an artifact. Don't do it. It takes a very specific... Don't throw me in, buddy. It takes a very specific way to kill it. However, originally there was more ways to destroy those, right? Dragon breath can destroy a ring of power. So it doesn't necessarily mean there's one way to destroy an artifact. However... Under the section for artifacts. Well, somebody had to go and kill the last Red Drake, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, fucking destroying artifacts. Fucking bard the bowman over here. This is a great little section here where it says, an artifact must be destroyed in some special way, otherwise it's impervious to damage, period. End of fucking paragraph. End of sentence, end of paragraph. Yeah, it should be a quest to destroy Each an artifact. Each artifact has a weakness by which its creation can be undone. So that's that's a very important sentence where it's, you're not destroying it. Mm-hmm. You are undoing the magic they put together. Learning this weakness might require extensive research, da 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 So, yeah, it should become, it's a quest. I think there should also be, like, some pretty severe consequences for undoing such a powerful magic. Well, I suppose it depends on what the artifact Not necessarily, is. like, negative consequences, but, like, just destroying, like, the, the fucking one ring. Suddenly, Sauron and all of fucking Mordor just goes up, not yep. not up, but goes down. They're down. In destructive, fl- not flames, but just, you know, Because they were, they were effectively... It was held together by that magic. His, yeah, his, his energy... 
because his spirit was in it. Was or like, keeping them all going. I don't know. You never watched Supernatral, do you? No, but Jared Padalecki got arrested. Got arrested for, for assault. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, in one of the seasons, I don't remember which one, but in one of the seasons, uh, the 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 Dean brother had uh, the mark of Cain, you know, from mm-hmm. back in the day, and they fucking removed it from him through magic. Well, that opened, of course, some terrible portal that let the terrible darkness that God had fought back eons ago out into the world. That's so. Yeah, I think each specific thing has to have its own. Like, yeah. The Book of Exalted Deeds. If I destroy it, maybe Jesus shows up. But like, listen, I needed that. Yo, bro. Um, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so hey. right here, I'm just in the example artifacts in the book, destroying the sword of Kos. Oh, that's a that's a tough one. A creature attuned to both the eye of Vecna and the hand of Vecna can use the wish property to unmake the sword. That's. Yeah. That's an insane, insane thing you have to go through to destroy an item. Which makes you wonder why they didn't do that in Critical Role Campaign 1. But that, that's They a, didn't have both. You mean Vecna didn't have the hand uh, of Vecna and the eye of Vecna? He did. Wait, when Grog was wielding the Sword of Cast to kill him? Was it the Sword of Cast? I wasn't really paying attention yes, to it was. Because uh, he wasn't using his wish property, I guess. I don't know. Because the, the sword wasn't what killed him. It was the it was the, the things they stabbed into him. Yeah, but the barbarian fucking him up kind of weakened him. Probably would have been helpful to it just was get the rid of stabbies. that thing. What do they call those things? The pittance of power. I yeah, don't, I something don't like that. So, I mean, destroying the wand of Orcus requires it be taken to the positive energy plane <laughs> by the ancient hero whose skull summons it. I like that. So first you have to restore life to a long-dead hero that Orcus has his soul... And then take the on to the positive energy plane. Mind you, being on the positive energy plane kills you because you absorb healing energy to the point where you explode. Oh, yeah. It's like the uh, pulse service song. We'll be so, silhouettes. Bathing the wand in positive energy causes it to crack and explode. You know, but unless the conditions above are met, the wand instantly reforms on Orcus's layer of the abyss. So, like, if you take it, it doesn't work. So, I just love in terms of artifacts. The fucking lengths you have yes, to Yes, the quest. It's insane. It's a, it's a joy. Now, destroying a regular item, it should cause it could still be fun. Yeah, but, you know, um, something that uh, once upon a time and something that I always enjoyed and I, I pulled it up was uh, whenever, you know, just normal everyday fighting could destroy your shit. Yeah. But there was always a very specific order by which things got hit. Like, let's say a fireball did... 60 damage to you as a person. Mm-hmm. The order of operations by which things would be affected would be your shield, sure. your armor, yes. a magic helm, hat, or headband. Makes sense. An item in your hand, Makes so some sense. sort of weapon. Then your magic cloak, followed yeah. by any kind of stowed or sheathed weapon, okay. followed by magic bracers, magic clothing, magic jewelry, and then anything else. Boots. Yeah. Boots is exactly. basically the end. Yeah. So. Where's that? What is that? Oh, that's just old school 3.5 oh, okay. equipment stuff. Um,. But I like—I always liked that because I'm like, okay, you know, you take enough delayed blast fireballs to the face, you're gonna lose your shit, dude. So this is very—it's very on the edge of things I like and don't like about the way magic items are handled in like video games. You know, I'm replaying Skyrim right now. I fucking hate, fucking hate how magic items are handled in Skyrim. Like I have to recharge a fucking thing. I have to recharge a soul gem and put it in an item. I, I hate it. I honestly hate it. Oh, see, I love it because I just put soul capture on my weapon. Yeah. And then I just. But I have to get soul gems. Yeah. Right. Oh my God! Has there ever been a shortage of soul there gems in that game? There hasn't really. But the pro- the point I'm making is I have to I have to manage this. Like, yeah. I don't want to have to manage going into my inventory and recharging it. And, well, honestly, I forget to do it. I forget to fucking do it. Well, then you're not capturing any souls. Well, I'm using like a I'm using a damage weapon. The soul capture doesn't provide bonuses to damage. No, but I mean you just 
why don't you just have your soul capture on your main weapon with like you know some fire and shit? Bam, 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 all good to go. I can't have multiple enchantments on my shitty weapons right now. Okay. Oh well, fucking get better at enchanting. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, it becomes a thing. Nothing in enchanting are the first things you upgrade. No sneaking. <laughs> sneaking and archery. In that situation, you don't even need magic. You don't need magic yeah, but at I, like, all. When I shoot a bear, it still like just doesn't die, which is like fuck me. Well, then you're doing it wrong. I'm getting three times sneak attack critical damage, then it's dead. But if I don't get that's the- why you need to make smithing your thing, so you make ebony bows and shit. Listen, I'm not playing a lot. I'm low level. I'm just telling. The point you. was, I don't want to have to manage the resource. And if I start saying all of your equipment has damage, fuck man. When you get to the point you have to repair your stuff. Sucks. I actually kind of, in, uh, and I'm going to not say I'm the opposite of that. Like, I agree that it'd be very tedious. But at the same time, like, why don't we repair things? Like, if I'm just wearing mundane armor, why don't I have to take that to get fixed every once in a while? We probably should do that. Mundane armor, even magic armor. Even magic armor. Like, take, like if, I, if I, as a character, have taken, you know, 300 damage in the last week, my armor's gotten pretty fucked up. I mean, maybe something's as simple as, well, if you died from a physical cause your armor needs repairing like or it doesn't get from the magic or, or even if i don't die like you know i'm a barbarian and wearing hide armor and i've got 150 kind of health. Wears armor i don't know but you know i mean you get stabbed and shit i mean your armor gets stabbed your armor gets bludgeoned your armor gets burnt and incinerated and covered in acid all the time and yet we never say gotta go get this fixed okay so we start doing that we should yeah hopefully the doctor doesn't listen to this it will be after the first session, and so everything will already be canon by then. I don't have then. any magic items at yeah. that point. No, we're not going to um, Okay, so I wanted to wrap this back around, though, in the last sort of five minutes here, to my the original point of why this even came up in the show. Do you Go. remember what it was? No. Animated armor and skeletal servants. Yeah. Do they wear down? No. It, like like created from the animated object spell? Yeah, they're magically no. held. They're magic items. No. So just speaking with okay, stick with animated armor. It's um, it's now no. magically animated armor. No, it doesn't wear down. No, but there's a limit on the spell, isn't there? I well, you're saying I have to I have to physically beat it down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as the spell hasn't worn off, you have to do what you got to do to finish it. So you're saying resistance to damage is enough to prevent any sort of corrosion or wear and tear. It's held together. The the armor, even if the armor itself isn't looking too good, it's the magic that's keeping it alive and doing the damage, not the armor itself. Well, the armor physically was doing the damage because it has to make contact with you. Yeah, but it's, but it's also not, like, so you can animate, you know, any object. A candlestick does damage, even though it's not big or has any mass. It's because it's the magic that's doing it. So the animated objects these days are like sword and stuff. Um, nope, it's not what I wanted. I want to go to... But yeah, I mean, what's what's the duration? It lasts for a minute. No, well, I'm going to the animated objects. Fuck, it's in the monster manual. I don't have a goddamn D&D. Oh, I got you, buddy. No, I got it. It's right here. Animated objects. So they have armor, right? Yeah. Um, It says the animated object is dispelled when it drops to zero hit points. Yeah, that makes sense. So an animated object reduced to hit points becomes inanimate and is too damaged to be of much use or value to anyone. Mm-hmm. So here's my question. This is this is the question okay. you're saying, and this makes sense. Resistance to damage is more than enough to stop entropy from just time and walking around and yeah. stuff. Because, again, if I walked around in armor long enough, like the Tin Man, I would need some maintenance. So, again, I, th- I don't think that 
I think that uh, I think that I was coming at this differently. I was looking at this from the animate object spell, which yes. only lasts for a minute. I'm like, yeah, it, even if it's you know, I think eternally. This arm is walking around for eternity. See, that I disagree with. Yes. That I think it, it should wear down in time. Magic fades. So we've been on the same page this whole fucking time, yeah. and you just didn't know it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, magic fades. That's just the nature of magic. No magic lasts forever. I'm glad we revisited this topic, because I was sitting here on the impression that you were stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, that's why concentration exists. Yeah. You have to if... focus on magic. It, it doesn't just last eternally. Like, I can cast a spiritual weapon. It lasts for a minute, but then it's gone. Uh, animated objects are crafted with potent magic. Great. Ooh, they might conversely fluently or adopt a persona, but most are simple automatons. But yeah, I mean, now I'm not saying that it's going to die in a minute. I'm no. saying that you can maybe pr- make animated armor, but... But if I, say I animated armor and my command was, I need you to carry wood back and forth for my mill, whatever. Fine, cool. How, you know, 200 years later... 300 years, for, it's going to take a long time, but yeah, I mean... It's yeah. gonna rust. Okay. It's gonna dissolve. I agree. Maybe it just maybe at one point it gets attacked and loses an arm on the way. You so know? maybe it's not taking the damage, but it get like it gets vulnerable. It loses the resistance to damage, or something happens, so it's breakable. Yeah. Like an animated sword, flying sword. It's right there. If it cuts enough things, it's gonna wear down. It's gonna dull, right? Yeah, it's not nothing sharpening it. Or is the magic keeping it sharp? You're saying no. Uh, again, it's gonna take hundreds of years. So here's one thing I want to say before we go: these standards should be different. Yeah, I have a plus one sword that I'm that I break. Yes. Should be much harder, much easier to break than my plus three sword. Agreed, wholeheartedly. And my the closer you get to that artifact status, the harder it should be to side break. Note, you. I miss mastercraft weapons. Oh, oh. oh, plus one of my attacks just for the fuck of it. Mm, all right, it only cost me hundred more gold. Worth I, it every time. I learned something today. There we go. And we solved, I think, a, a dispute that we had. Um, make sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you found it. Follow us on the Twitter at RWD Podcast. Look forward to upcoming, possibly next month, newsletter. Yes, next month. Look forward to November. And uh, feel free to send us your I'm topics very busy for a you while. want to hear about or your D&D rants at rwdpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we will see you next time. Till then. Goodbye. Thank you.